Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Week 5 Swolecast here on Rotogrinders.com. I'm David Kitchen, joined by former, um, former, I don't want to say like expert player, but I think of this show, he is the former expert player. That's Mr. Tuttle 05, and then we have Peter Overset, uh, and then Davis Maddock. Davis, Tuttle, you are going to be playing the role of analyst. And Davis, you're going to be playing the role of just shipping it every week. Sharp takes because you did it again last week, fella. So I think what I got to do is Tuttle and I have to switch roles. So Tuttle's got to interrupt everyone. Um, <laughs> yeah, I you know what sitting- I like today is. <laughs> and I have to sit here and work on my uh, uh, busy work for rotogrinders.com during the show. Yeah. And then I think that it'll just be, you know, a perfect little swap there. What role yeah, do I get to play, Kitchen? Um, let's see. This is, uh, Peter, you'll be playing the role of a... Uh, energetic entertainer. <laughs> this is not. A, this is not a Charlie well thought Chaplin out bit. Over here. <laughs> I got my jazz hands ready. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I do. I do want to start out with the Lister League last week. It filled quick. It filled like quick. Like we. This is. I, I left it at two hundred this week. This is exclusive. So you got to get in there right away. It filled Saturday. It filled a day earlier than it did last week. You got to get in right away. Um, and we want to thank everyone that has subscribed, that has clicked like, whatever, keep on doing that. And this show, I, I think we're in the, I think like we're the leader for an FSTA award this year. Really? We'll, ne- oh. we'll, ne- we'll never, literally, we, gotta, we, gotta we will never, dude. You got to pay sh- someone for that. <laughs> Can we short the swole cast in that competition? <laughs> because I would. <laughs> It'll be it'll be some rotowire show no one's ever heard of winning for the thirteenth consecutive year. I think it's don't, don't shame rotowire. I'm not. I'm just saying. I hope Bobby wins uh, analyst of the year. <laughs> the fantasy pros if he podcast. Wants it, if he wants it, he will get it. So um... he, al- he always gets what he wants. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyways, um, sorry for the. 
I guess the the late arrival. I'm still wearing my uh, dad gear. This is like all time dad gear. Had to pick up the uh, the girls from school because it's like fall break, and I was being a wife guy. It's my wife's birthday today, so shout oh, out. Oh, I to thought the, the reason you were late to start the show is because you were supervising the Titans outdoor practice at at a local high school. I thought I thought you were running through the Oklahoma drill with uh, with Darrington Evans. I will and some not confirm or deny. <laughs> will not confirm or deny the private practices that we've been having. Me, Derek Henry, uh, AJ Brown hitting up DQ after. How far away do you live from Montgomery Bell Academy, Dave? Uh, that's downtown. Why is that in the news? That's where they had the practice. Oh, uh, fun fact: <laughs> Montgomery Bell Academy is um, what they also call Mama's Boy Academy, all boys school. So, uh, wow, fun fact: very- local local knowledge, local knowledge. Uh, Who's on the ground? Who was the? Um, oh, anyway, oh, it was Tom Brady. Tom Brady, like when he was rumored to come to the Titans last year. It was because reportedly he took a uh, tour through Montgomery Bell Academy for his kids. So there you go. There's your there's your boots on the ground reports. Boots on the ground. Uh, Davis, did you ever decide to like get anything special with your winnings, and has it increased now? I mean, yeah, I won like a bunch more money last week. I'm, I'm on like a sick heater, but no, I haven't oh, bought anything. Don't. I've been. I've been uh, I've been too give indecisive. Give an exact amount. Give no, us, no. Give us he, an exact he's amount. been burned by salary shaming people that he doesn't want to say the exact amount he's won yeah. now. I don't want to say the exact amount. It's actually more than I'm comfortable saying. It's a lot of money. Oh, um, you think like you think your friends will come out of the woodwork from years past and hit you up <laughs> for loans? Hey, man, how's it going? <laughs> no. Um, but uh, the league I won, I think that we can agree that was all the most important was Peter. I I won. The Revertsy Top Listener League Challenge. Just cucked in my own <laughs> listener challenge. Another week, I'm coming off of a big week, and then I have to find out Davis won my listener league. It's just absolutely brutal. So, Davis, can we say that it was like you, as a as a man of skill in these leagues, like you won over five figures last week? Yes. Okay. Can we say like over 20K last week? It was that is the right neighborhood. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the week before he posts a screenshot of every single yeah. one. You can just add I know, them up. I know. <laughs> did he last week? I didn't see it. I only I did. Like I only it. that that team was in a couple of different contests, but I only he's posted playing the, the role one. of uh, of Tuttle. So he's got to be a little bit modest. Uh, yeah, Tuttle. I Tuttle. This is the new brand, dude. I like it. It's good. You <laughs> let the other last... pe- let, you let everybody else tout your wins for you, and you kind of just take it in stride. S- so Davis, last week you bought a um, a piece of exercise equipment. You want to share with the folks what you bought? Yeah, it's a really shitty recumbent bike to go put in my basement <laughs> that I spent that I spent all of Sunday putting together. And I'll be honest, if I had known how well that Sunday was going to go, I wouldn't have put together a stupid bike, and I would have just bought a Peloton. Okay, so that's what I'm asking: is why don't you buy a Peloton now? Because I already got the dumb bike put together, and it's okay. Fine. You can like, sell it. People used... sell that stuff. You, it's that's like a Dude, sunk cost no one is fallacy. no one is buying this. No one is buying this random trash bike that's sitting right on Facebook right Marketplace, man. So, Davis, after you shamed Pete, I didn't shame having, anybody. Oh, well, you shamed Pete for having an Android. You did. 
Well, okay, uh, and not, that's valid. And not having an iPhone. And then um, are you trying to like be one of the people now with your like not getting a Peloton? No, I just, I really resent the concept of spending a lot of money for something up front and then having to yeah. pay a membership fee to use it. I got really, it really tilts me. I actually have that kind of same take. Davis is back to being relatable to the common man in his refusal (laughs) to buy a Peloton. (laughs) Davis is actually, he's actually describing the model of, uh, what was the recent uh, DFS site that went down? Uh, Fantasy Up. (laughs) No, not Fantasy Up. No, it uh, was. um, Fantasy. Fantasy Throwdown. Fantasy. No, no, that was, oh, Fantasy Throwdown was awesome. Roto, uh, fantasy, draft, fantasy draft, fantasy, fantasy draft. draft, fantasy draft, fantasy draft. Yeah. All right. Anyway, those are the days. So we are we are ten minutes into the show and we've we've nary a tout. Dave, aren't down. you gonna we'll you... aren't you gonna ask me what I spent with some of my winnings? Did you win anything last week, Peter? Yes, but just ask me what I've recently bought. Peter what won a lot of money last week, David. Yeah. What have you recently bought? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dick, give us a dick shot. He bought, did you buy a, he bought a stand sit desk. Yeah. That was good. I like that. Thank you. I hadn't even thought of that bit ahead of time. Oh, that that is, that was, that was some good bit. That was some good bit, Pete. Yeah, hey, we got I'm s- it would have been better if you too. were sitting down and let it go up without moving like this. I want to let people know that I'm standing up right now at my stand-up desk, and this is the first time that I have stood up at my desk. Hey, Peter, what is what is Lauren? Where's Lauren at on your recent hot streak? Does she know? Have you have you brought her in on any of this, or does my wife know? Of course, I wake her up after every showdown slate, and I go, "Honey, honey, I binked another one." how lovely for her <laughs> all right uh that's enough davis do you have a stand-up desk no i don't even have room to stand oh up my in my God. attic i never actually stand up i know that's what i was saying i don't i don't really stand up <laughs> i never do it okay um well congrats peter we're thank just you. having a good time on this show uh we want to think yeah, like half that- the show is just printing money this year yeah <laughs> It's definitely a, definitely a different brand for the uh, Soul Cast. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very far uh, off message. We've got new shirts that are coming out. Um, you guys voted on it. I think option two is the shirt, so it's going to be I like, like the a Soul purple cat. one. I do too. I do too. Well, maybe we'll just order both. Uh, since they both won't come out. for about ten years, no, what does it matter? <laughs> We got They're time. Good, good hypothetical. Got, it's in, it's in the got, mail. It's in the mail. We have plenty of time. Uh, speaking of Lister League last week, just real quick, I got a DM from the guy that won it. And uh, he said that he was asking basically if he could get a t shirt for winning the league. Good and, luck, buddy. And you said, you cash. said, you are SOL, pal. Uh, <laughs> At Kev Cashman, I thought about it. I thought about it, and then I looked at see where he lived, and it is Ireland. Like, imagine. <laughs> oh, that's a no-go. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. We're not spending that much money on a shirt for Imagine. You. Yeah. So I said, you already took our money for what it would cost to to ship there and the amount of time, everything else. Uh, you, might be, you might be out of luck there. But 
he did contribute to our lineup that we're going to build for DraftKings. So shout out to him. Also, um, we have Bayboy Chiefs. He was the only one that cashed with our qualifier last week with uh, 170.68. We have in 60th place, the four birds lineup, Plotinus 99. And then the one... (laughs) 147th place had the true game stack for the Chicago Bears and Colts game. That was and that was worse I, than we could have even imagined that game. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> but imagine that guy put five bucks and gets a shirt by finishing 147th. So I do want to say that also, um, you know, it's tough with a 200 person league to be this bad. But congratulations, to our own Reversi top for placing 194th out of 200. I bet, oh, I, I, bet he, I bet he, I I bet he beat me. Up. Hey, I don't know if you guys know how GPPs work, but you're either first <laughs> or you're last. Have you, been reading Bell's, have you been reading Bell's newsletter? He's, yeah. He subscribes to the Lucky Maverick. I Just was pissed bored, because man. Bales did a rundown of the Gambling Olympics and listed 12 people, and I wasn't one of the people he listed. Paulo Duca made it in ahead of you, bud. <laughs> I got wasn't that your brainchild? It wasn't my brainchild, but I mean, I'm the one that took it to the next level. You did take it to the next <laughs> level. That's disappointing. Yeah. You know, I thought he was yeah. my friend. Yeah. What are you going to do? All right. We've got the listener league link that we'll get. We'll put it in the chat. We'll also put in the, um, in the listener notes. Let's get on to it though. As far as the overview, the, the, the overlook is anything we're saying today going to be relevant this time. And let's say 72 hours from now. It was relevant last week. We touted that we touted the shit out of that Cleveland uh, Dallas game. Well, no, yeah, we also COVID. we also touted the Chiefs Patriots game stacks as well. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if we did really though. Uh, we we all like Ceh. I think. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We like Clyde. But you know, Buffalo, Tennessee. We can avoid that one. We just don't have to talk about Tennessee today. I think it's probably yeah. the best way to handle that. Fine with me. I never <laughs> is it like talking about them. On FanDuel, on one fan game duel. Slate, two weeks from now, Tannehill's going to be a great play. <laughs> well, really, John, you, John Kitchen, you ways. should be you should be in your element because we have a crappy quarterback uh, with a fairly decent matchup at forty one hundred dollars <sighs> on DraftKings for you to tell. Yes. On DraftKings, Kyle Allen. Man, I know. Before I sent out my tweet about it this morning, I went to check to make sure Kitchen hadn't yet because I thought for sure. Do you sure, guys remember? Do you guys remember last year, Kyle Allen Chalk Week? Oh yeah, yeah. the first one when he had four the touchdowns. First one, when, no, I think it was the second one when it was like really bad. With the week that he was chalk, not the week I, before. I mean, here's the thing: he is straight up terrible. Like he's worse than Haskins. They, they, like I, I will not be playing Kyle Allen at forty one hundred. Not, not me. Dave, I will be. say. I remember that week vividly because in the spy, I did a, a Kyle Allen double stack with Curtis Samuel and DJ Colmer, and I don't think any of them cleared 10 points. That was old Peter. That said, I think he can support Terry McLaurin underneath. He yeah. just didn't have the deep ball. Like to Curtis had, what did he lead the league in, you know, uncatchable balls over Un- unrealized air yards. Yeah. yeah. It'd be uh it'd be more fun if we actually had like guys to spend up. But Zeke's only seventy eight hundred. He's going to be your top spend of the slate. Yeah, no, yeah, Ridley. You don't have like the two eight k plus running backs and all that. It's, so it's it. It would be fun, but I don't. It's probably 
completely unnecessary. It's, it's very like it's this. very weird on DraftKings because the thing we've complained about this year has been the pricing has been really good and guys like or just generally speaking, DraftKings does price guys up immediately. But this week it's literally like Oh, you want you like this guy? Play him and like six other dudes you really like. Like you don't have to stretch to make teams at all. Would you say you can play all the dudes? Uh, yeah, just play all the dudes. <laughs> just play the best plays. No, it's uh, play who play whoever you want. I used to hate when Blender said that, but now I kind of get it. Oh wow! Now that he's a won GPP a couple of GPPs. <laughs> The 2020 Age of Enlightenment for Davis Maddock is something that I did not see coming in this Swolecast script. But uh, well, I I'm always understood. It. I always understood what Blender meant, but I mm. because now that I do, I am working so closely with projections. You just see how how close stuff is, and you you see it like from the machinations into how stuff gets so close, and you're like there literally is no difference between these plays. Like it's, it's a lot more different when you are like actually doing the projections and uh, how you view things. It's like you enter into the matrix. <laughs> I love it. I love it, Davis. Oh man. Just, I don't know if there is like a DFS puberty, but you've gone through it and you're a man now. I, you are, you are a man. All right. Uh, any other words of inc- of like enlightenment, Davis, that you have for us? Just like game theory, GTO stuff. Like what? Anything else? No, just read Blender's book, The Theory of DFS. <laughs> I haven't read it, but I bet it's great. Is it out? Did he ever publish the book? I think it's either out or it's it's coming. They did it as it's an audio, audio. as a podcast, it's an audio. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's an audio book series. You can listen to it but- while you're at the skate park, Davis. No, I can listen Davis to it does, on my recumbent. I can listen to it on my recumbent bike. Davis has graduated from the skate park to stationary bike. I did. I did go to the skate park last week, actually. Oh, very nice. All right. Um, as as far as like game stacks that you're wanting to see Tuttle this week, what is it? I think chalky or the chalkiest game stack is going to be at uh, Atlanta, Carolina. That's a 54 and a half over under right now. Um, and then it'll, it's kind of interesting from there because all the other high totaled games are kind of projected to be blowouts. I think everybody will still chase the New York Dallas game, even though there's a 10 point spread there. Um, and then the the one, I guess I would say might be lower owned because a blowout would be Kansas city, Oakland, uh, Casey's like a 13 points favorite, uh, but that's the highest total game of the slate. So it'll be interesting to see where Kansas city ownership is in that game because I could, I could see them going a little bit lower round just because it's again projected to be a blowout. Uh, Davis, yeah, I mean the the thing I'm wrestling with this week is like, what do you do with Dallas and a ten point spread because it, it should set up as a Zeke game, right? But on the other hand, it seems like Dallas is just committed to like fumbling at least four times in every first half. They they literally fumbled three times in the first half against Cleveland. They fumbled four times in the first half against the Falcons. And if they are down two touchdowns at halftime, I mean, you, you will need like, you will not be able to win tournaments without Dak Cooper and one of the other ancillary, uh, ancillary guys. So I, I don't know. I don't, I don't have the right answer. That's what I'm trying to figure out this week. If, if that is not the direction, I don't see another great game stack. Honestly, if, if, if that one doesn't shoot out, what about Houston Jacksonville? 
54 and a half point over under all those pieces are relatively affordable. I don't want to play David Johnson, but man, he is cheap. We got the That's big dog, Romeo Cornell, baby. What are you smirking about, Dave? The, I just like that Deshaun Watson is giving us indigestion. Like he got lucky to get there uh, last week. Feels like at the end, uh, but it was like that was tilting. That was a very tilting first half. Um, and on the, like the Dak Prescott garbage time, man. Like him coming from behind. That's been that's been it's it's ultra not garbage. It's not garbage time. Okay, no? not what? Yeah, but it's like him playing so far behind. I did not see him being like three scores behind Cleveland. Um, so it's like even more so them airing it out. So this week you got Mahomes and you got uh, Lamar, and those are the two highest game totals, implied team to- or implied team totals rather. And then Dak, and then Deshaun Watson behind him. I mean, he does come in at fourth. So what are you doing about there? Or do you just want to dip all the way down and just play the quarterback that faces the Cowboys? Is there like a quarterback flow chart against the Cowboys? Because seems like it. Are you were you pulling down the flow chart? I was pulling down the flow chart. That's um you asked me to do kind of the entertaining, you know, thing. So I'm just doing my mime work. Yeah. Thank you. All right, let's move on. How, to how owned how owned is Daniel Jones gonna be Tuttle? Because if Daniel Jones is like eight percent and stuff, I'm i I'm gonna jam it. I'm gonna jam it in. Well, yeah, he won't. I mean, he's around that. If you are Maybe a quarter ship. What about if you subscribe to the Blitz? Is the blitz jamming that, him? I haven't even looked. Oh, yeah. Do not click that points per dollar. Uh, 4.28 points per dollar. Oh, Kyle, Kyle Allen, Kyle Allen, then Daniel Jones, guaranteed. I don't, he probably hasn't updated. He hasn't updated Kyle Allen yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kyle Allen will pop. Kyle Allen, <laughs> Kyle Allen is going to be the all in blitz play. <laughs> it's love Haskins, didn't it? Like the first few weeks. Yeah. Uh, we'll just transfer that to the 41 Kyle Allen. I mean, Joe, the thing with Daniel Jones is, like, at least he can run a little bit. He hasn't scored a touchdown in three weeks, but he's at least still kind of had had some sort of a floor. So I can I can see the Daniel Jones play. Is, is there a mid-tier the, play, though? Like no, I think, I think there's not. literally nothing in between Daniel Jones and Deshaun Watson that I'm interested in. What about Bridgewater? I think yeah. I'd rather just play Matt Ryan if we're, if we're going that – direction but i mean it's it seems fine but like i like if i was like you know at like who's gonna score more fantasy points a vast majority of the time i think it's matt ryan well for me the matt ryan thing comes down to does julio play because we've now seen two games where he doesn't have there's no strength and it's it's not great i'm gonna channel my inner dr chow and say that julio does not play julio is not gonna play right so that makes me way less interested in matt ryan it kind of took the foot off the pedal a little bit on Monday night too without all the weapons and with Ridley banged up a little bit. Yeah. Played at a little bit of a slower pace. All right. Let's, uh, let's talk about where let's open up DraftKings and make a lineup. <clears throat> and Peter, were we supposed to write stuff down? Cause I did write stuff down this time. Okay. Well, good. And, um, I basically asked Kev Cashman, at Kev Cashman 88 on Twitter, who won the Listener League last week. I said, hey, you want to contribute you know, to the, the Swolecast lineup? And he said, well, just keep on playing the best plays. And I said, well, what if we did like a, 
what if we did like an Irish theme? And he said, Oh, maybe like a golden Tate, uh, like go like, and then he said, no. And this was his pick right here. And you mentioned it earlier. He said, Teddy and Robbie stack for the win. Did he say FTW or did he spell it out? He said for the win, but I think that you should do the rest of the segment in an Irish accent. The funny thing is, you know, if he would have said Golden Tate, he would have paired very nicely with my guy Darius Slayton right here. And then we could have jammed Davis's guy, Daniel Jones, for all the giblets. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Probably Thank you, Mitch. Total, who are you going to jam into this fine lineup for us? Oh, goodness. I'll, I'll take the chalk. I'll go Zeke. I don't know how you get off of him this week. I'll take I'll take Daniel Jones then. So we have uh, Jones, Elliot, nope. Slayton, and Tate. We already have Teddy Bridgewater, my lad, in an un- <laughs> unstaffed oh. Darius Slayton and Golden Tate. Oh, Wait, all right, we, we're don't, we don't we don't have Darius Slayton or Golden Tate. <laughs> yeah, we we Teddy about, Bridgewater. That was Teddy my pick, lads. Okay, who did you pick? <laughs> I picked Darius Slayton. Does okay. nobody listen to me around here? <laughs> Just, <laughs> I think I've got Scottish now. <laughs> It's always a fine line. All right, so we have so we have Bridgewater, and uh, we have Robbie Anderson, and we've got Slayton, and we've got Zeke, and then who did you say, Davis? Uh, well, I did not understand uh, the the rule, so I'm gonna take I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt, um, sweet. You got some stuff to work with, but because you can just play all the dudes. Uh, Tuttle, we were talking a little bit about this in our super secret chat. Um, that Zacchaeus is three K. He's not gonna be super secret. He is he is going think? to be he is gonna be like the cover boy of something on Rotor Grinders at some point this oh. week. Well, he was a wee little man. He's a five eight. A wee little man was he. So I will put him in the lineup. We'll have some salary to spend. It's so weird that they view him as the direct backup to Julio Jones because, like, they literally could not be more different players. But like, he just has always been the like as long as he's been there, he just plays when Julio gets hurt. He just seemed like a target machine whenever Julio went out in the second half last week. He had 103 catches his final season at the University of Virginia and like 25 rushes. He like some, he's like the ball in Virginia either. Yeah, he he had like a like a 45 percent dominator rating or something his final season he, there. He is five eight. Like he's not like Julio. He's not like Julio light. He's he's not tall at all. I know. I'm just saying. Like I I I don't have concerns that he's like terrible. I think. Like I think he can play well enough. Famous right. last words, probably. Yep, did, he, did our Irish friend make his wishes known if he wanted this to be a cash or a GPP lineup? <laughs> no. He said play the best sure. plays. I, I would say GPP. And I'm also wondering why you're not asking that question in an accent since this segment's not over. Well, I like to read the room and we had kind of dovetailed into uh, you know regular analysis and it feels weird if I just came back and said, oh, why don't we go ahead and add DJ Moore into here for the double stack? They have such a condensed target tree now. So I bailed, Dave. I want to know what this list, like, or what this, 
Uh, it's like a Sean Connery, <laughs> an Irish Sean Connery. Believe it or not, if I would have had some time to work on my Irish accent, I could have locked it down, but you kind of sprung it on me there. That's what you were. It's his improv. Like you were asking what you wanted. I get to tell you what, what to do. All right. I want to play right. DJ Moore in this lineup too. <clears throat> so DJ Moore, that means if we go like a cheap, cheap D, we got like 7,700. For tight end. Kittle, baby. Yeah. We, yeah. We got <laughs> 7,700 for a tight end. We got Kittle. That means we'd have to pay up, but we could go like Chiefs D. I always love the, uh, yeah, Chiefs are, are fine. Chiefs D and Kittle. Boom. Cash games. Lock it in. There you go. This is, this is not the – this is like the full cast lineups of old, but uh, we'll see how it goes. There's a there's a pot of gold at the end of this lineup, guys. That's there what I'll go. tell you. Nobody touches me lucky charms. All right. Uh, we've got running back to talk about. But first, just a reminder, hit that like button. Smash that subscribe button. Smash it. I swear to God, if you don't smash the living daylights out of that subscribe button, I'll lose my goddamn mind. No, <laughs> I'm not allowed to say goddamn on this show now. No, no. Shit, man. Come on. It's a, it's a family show. Is it the, the damn show. or is it the God or is it the No, you're going to make you're gonna, you're, We're going to have to bleep everything. We're going to have to get the E rating on, the, on iTunes. I'm refraining because, so hard from just saying the F word really loud. I just want Tuttle to just scream it. <laughs> <laughs> then his kids hear it. We'll get that one by the censors. All right. <clears throat> Let's move on. Running back. Davis. Are you are you all in on Zeke Week? Um, I think there are four clear amazing plays at running back. Ezekiel Elliott, Mike Davis, Clyde Edwards Slayer, and Kareem Hunt. And I imagine that those four guys are probably gonna be like Two of those four guys will be on every team I make, um, and it's just a matter of what you end up doing with the, the flex spot in, in stacks and stuff. But I, I think that every other play outside of those guys is in a different tier. Tuttle? Yeah, I mean, he's not wrong. There's there's some fine pivots. Actually, I don't even know if how many good pivots there are. They're um, real. It's like it's, it's like it's, it's like oh, you're gonna play sixty seven hundred dollars James Robinson. He's more expensive than Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Like good luck. I think the one I actually want to comment on. Um, I think people will play James Connor, and yeah. he smashed the last two weeks. But if you actually look at the usage, they were getting their other running backs involved two weeks ago when they last played. Like. He's not somebody that I would count on to continue to get just a massive share of the the uh, Steelers uh, running back touches. They were definitely trying to split, spread it out a little bit more between uh, himself, Snell, and McFarland. So, I mean, it, yeah, I McFarland think looked good too. Yeah. And he was getting some uh, targets in the passing game. So, I th- like, it, Connor, he's going to project well, I think, um, but he scares me a little bit. <laughs> Mike Crowther says cursing on DFS shows is game theory optimal now. Just ask Mayo and Bobby. <laughs> I don't know what that means. All right. Uh, Eric Belair says Rojo season, Davis. I assume Fournette got ruled out, is what I'm guessing. Yeah, that's the first uh, of that game. Dave, David doesn't know that, though. I know. I know. It's, it's showdown season, buddy. I know. No, David had no oh. idea. That's why he 
proposed oh, either yeah. question. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, your Thursday night showdown lineups, the, the Buccaneers are like the walking dead right now. All four of their starting wide receivers did not practice on Tuesday. So it is, in fact, Rojo season. Should we start doing Davis. a showdown segment for the people? Oh, is that what they want? Yeah. And the people need it. all the YouTube views, all the YouTube views we can do. Um, Davis, when you clipped, I felt like you were like fake news last week when you clipped all of Rojo's runs and conveniently left out some of the uh, the, the Stonehands drop passes. I didn't clip all of them. I just I literally clipped two runs. I, I actually said, want. I've been curious about how the sausage gets made on these clips, Davis. So, are you downloading individual clips and stitching these together? Are you just pulling all twenty-two? Like, what's going on with this? Yeah, I just I log on to Game Pass and I just record my screen, and then because you can't download the NFL Game Pass, it's like they they are pretty pretty strict about not letting you do that. But they don't put any protections in to record your screen. So Didn't then I just do- get busted for that last year. He has gotten out in trouble for that before. Yeah. Is it just you don't have enough clout to be on NFL's radar? <laughs> I don't work. I don't work for P. I don't work for PFF. But that was a very good setup, Pete. Last last year he was not working for PFF. But it's true. Like you don't have the check mark. Um, uh, speaking of hardens, they have their shows on Fridays here. The uh, and they give the helicopter finalist chopper finalist uh, as far as who they have who was his last week do we can we remember who it was i forget i know like it was he had landry. Had a rough stretch with it was with landry. injuries oh. we'd buy the passing touchdown so close um all right other other running backs this week peter one guy we haven't mentioned that i'm interested in and might be that pivot we're talking about would be miles sanders uh, i guess people will maybe be scared of the pittsburgh d but his workload you, you'll have he'll be free can you just let me talk davis for once <laughs> i was the one that was supposed to be interesting today. uh yeah he's just had very yeah i don't know uh, how on total will you just let me talk for once i i have nothing else to say i think miles sanders is a good play I would love to hear what Tuttle has to say about him. I mean, he's still the still the lead back, right? He's still getting the touches. He's what eighty percent of the running back workload there, or so in yeah. Philadelphia. You know who's not getting the touches? Boston Scott. No, Unreal. that did not happen. All right. What about on FanDuel, James Robinson? David Johnson, 6.6, 6.4K. Thoughts, Davis? I mean, again, the trouble you have is I just, I think you're giving up a bunch of expected points by not playing, like for tournaments, sure, whatever. I mean, do whatever you want. But these four these four running backs are just so good. I guess the if I wanted to make a, a game theory tout this week, it would be jonathan taylor again for the third week in a row and just be like please jordan wilkins please jordan wilkins go away i'm begging you jordan wilkins to go away and bother someone else jonathan taylor is now a clutching rosary beads play (laughs) he's just fancy josh jacobs it's really all he is i guess the other guy actually would be Jarek mckinnon that matchup at home against the dolphins he is 10th in the nfl in ppr points amongst running backs right now and touchdown uh, in every game davis yeah he's legit he's legit what he played like 68 of their 73 snaps last week yeah Yeah. that was that was the that was the edge in that showdown slate was realizing that 
And week three, Jeff Wilson didn't get any touches until until went out. Yeah, injury. Hardy hasn't projected as if Mostert is going to be back. He only hasn't projected for eight points, seven point six nine. Mostert is is Q, and they are hoping he gets back to practice. But it's it's the West Coast, so it's it's about six a.m. there right now, and uh, so we don't we don't know. Yeah, breaking news that LaVisca Chenault was limited at yeah, practice. Yeah, on the injury today. report. Next. Setting Sorry, up setting not. up for a good Chris Conley point shaving week. So uh, <laughs> definitely definitely bet on the Houston Texans against the spread. No, I was thinking that maybe no one would play him like last year with Chris Godwin, and you just like take all the money. Man, Chenault right. looked great. Chenault looked great last week. For three quarters, yeah, he didn't play the fourth. All right, let's go to wide receiver. What what's the outlook on wide receiver this week, Tuttle? You 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 already mentioned one of the most more chalky guys, thinking he would be a little bit sneaky. Zacchaeus is kind of the min min price guy. We we threw Darius Slayton in our lineups as that kind of mid range forty eight hundred play on DraftKings. I think he's going to be relatively chalky as well. We also have Robbie Anderson, who's probably going to see some ownership. Um, I think guys that. They'll probably get some ownership, but might go a little bit overlooked just because of how lineup construction works. I don't think you're going to see a lot of guys spend up at wide receiver. Like, I don't know if anybody's going to be jamming in DeAndre Hopkins at 8K, uh, Calvin Ridley off the goose egg at 7,500. I think those guys are, they're going to project, you know, as as some of the best plays, um, not point per dollar wise, but raw projection wise, they're going to project well. But I don't think they're going to see a whole lot of ownership again, just mostly because of lineup construction. And then also, neither or both guys are really coming off relatively poor week four performances. So I think you can get some decent ownership discount on that because I think, uh, and that's more of a tournament note is that I think uh, you can kind of figure out what the common build is going to be in cash games and the common build is going to be in in most tournament lineups. And that build's not going to be spending up on two high priced wide receivers. So if you take that route in tournaments, I think you can find yourself a little bit more unique this week. Yeah, I mean, probably comes down to if you're spending up at quarterback, right? Yeah, again, Daniel Jones. If Daniel Jones ends up being being chalky, you'll see, you know, you'll see Daniel Jones, Darius Slayton, and Ezekiel Elliott fill out a lot of lineups. I think is going to be the start for a lot of lineups with that game stack. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I mean, you're not going to get the double jam in of of high priced quarterback and high priced wide receiver. But speaking of high priced quarterback it does bring me to one receiver i like a lot for tournaments marquise brown so lamar jackson marquise brown stacks are absolute fire this week i think in tournaments bigly i think tyree kill as well with patrick it's very expensive not really 6900 like what tuttle said earlier when your highest running back or highest price running back is Zeke at under 8k and then you have a men's salary receiver you can do pretty much whatever you want yeah you just have to be comfortable with uh lots of lots of Zacchaeus I mean probably the strongest thing to do in MME this week is just like don't play Zacchaeus and you're gonna get a bunch of uh you're gonna get a bunch of very unique teams is Zacchaeus a better play than Demir Bird at the same price Lower. probably just based on the the total and Stidham um Pardon, pardon my French, but uh, David, I'm going to swear. So if you want to get, get, can you can you bleep it? Can you bleep, can you bleep it? 
<laughs> no, I actually just didn't. I didn't want to Producer make more Devin, work. For, can you please? <laughs> I didn't want to make more work for Devin, so I'm actually not going to. Uh, St- Stidham's terrible. Like Stidham is one of the like. I mean, they just sat there and watch. Like they just sat there and watched Brian Hoyer piss down his leg for three quarters, and then they were like, "All right, whatever. This one's done. Let's get Stidham in there." And he was somehow worse. So uh, it's you. it's just it's not looking great. I mean. One- Go ahead, one, th- one thing Hoyer was good for was he was the one that was peppering Demir Bird's Bird. targets. He was that's where Bird like I think the first four pass attempts all went to Bird right away out of from from Hoyer. Um, I, I went through the game locks, did him I think through three passes Bird's way, and he caught two for forty two or something like that. So yeah, he's a still fine play. And the other min price guy that nobody's going to play, and I can't even play him now, is our boy Jeff Smith. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna ask about him. Flacco at quarterback. You can't I knew you'd probably bring him up, not just for if he's a good player or not, but also for tout credibility of your call last year. I can't I can't take I can't take credit for that. Maki, good old good old Maki Supa came into our chat and was like, Do we have to consider Jeff Smith? And that that sent me down the path of of researching him a little bit more. Only one of us though played him in the captain spot in cash. (laughs) Because he was Completely unnecessary. You're grinding showdown <laughs> cash, Dave. Not a chance. What? Not a chance. He is. No way. Uh, yes, I am. A hundred. No, you're not. I, I I showed y'all the lineups last week. Also, uh, another flash draft crushing. I mean, I'm I'm moving up to level two specialist. See, I believe the flash drafts. That's established. I just can't believe you're playing showdown cash. Why? I mean, he probably does. That see, really he probably does see like it does. See, sh- the guy like that grinds fourth time. <laughs> I play fourth quarter cash games. Like, I mean, <laughs> and you're you're shocked that Showdown Cash is like off limits. It just like, seems you don't, very lonely. Very. He sees lonely. he sees our buddies TJ and Kyle post on how like Showdown Cash is like draining their will to live, and Kitchen's like, <laughs> boom, I'm in there. I gotta I gotta no, do it, it. You have to pick. You have to pick your spot. So whenever Tuttle came in, I looked at it. I'm like, well, you can play whoever you want to. If you captain Jeff Smith, I didn't know that he was only going to be less than two percent owned. I mean, that was and and in captain spot he was point six percent owned. Are you posting the head heads or just playing double ups? I need to know how uh, the I post gets some. Paid. Sometimes I, I pick up. I, I won't say who I picked up, but um, why not? Bang bang! Monday, let's go. Mon- Monday night, second half showed. Uh, second half showdown. I played cash because Julio Jones was limping badly off the field. At the, the end kitchen of the saw half. an edge here. I like it. So I played him, and the, and the uh, the high stakes guy played Julio Jones's lineup, and I won. So change your change your Twitter name to second half showdown cash <laughs> thought leader. Thought leader. I just. <laughs> I love how Peter, this is like shocking you. It is. It seemed like it shocked these guys too. No, I mean, the thing about Dave is that he's an advantage player, right? He goes to the casino and he grinds out those, those 0.3% edges. And that's just really always been kitchen's game. You know, he's not there to sit down and play blackjack and have a good time. He's only grinding out the small edges. Davis, weren't you the guy who would not play? Oh no, no. I think it was CSU. Because I'm definitely not that guy. But I don't. CSU I don't. Guy, pl- I don't play table CSU. games. I only play poker. Yeah. CSU and so not play just table games. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well, you didn't have to call me out like that in public. This is <laughs> minus EV. <laughs> it is minus EV. You literally cannot win. I know, but like there is the entertainment factor. Anyways, other wide receivers that you guys like this week, Peter. 
Yeah, I mean, I mentioned that Jacksonville-Houston game. If if Chenault doesn't play, I mean, DJ Chark was already getting kind of like that alpha uh, role as far as his targets and, and air yards. So I think you can fire him up again and Will Fuller. I think people are still a little spooked about Fuller because of that one game where he didn't do anything. But other than that, he's had 15-plus PPR points. Thank you for that stat, courtesy of Ben Gretsch, in three of his games. So Will Fuller, in my mind, is still a alpha wide receiver one. So I like playing those two guys in that game. Yeah. Cooks. Cooks is... <laughs> Boy, whoo, those double goose eggs last week from Cooks. And uh, who else was it? Troutman. The, uh, Troutman. Oh, yeah. I mean, that Troutman. was... That was- yeah. One of the one of the worst gilcasts of my life was having to like go through the decision making process of not only playing Adam Troutman but also playing Brandon Cooks and just like trying to have like how did that yeah. happen? And you it thought at halftime of that Raiders game that like it was somewhat close with Renfro. I know Cardi stuff like Renfro better, but then Renfro just went kind of nuts the second half. Um, let's talk about new quarterbacks though with their wide receivers, Jamison Crowder. F1, Terry McLaurin, any interest in these wide receiver ones with new quarterbacks this week? I'm not scared of Kyle Allen for McLaurin. I mean, how can it get worse. He, yeah. you think it can get worse? It can. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what was the who has the stat for not McLaurin, but but what was the Logan Thomas? How many balls were actually catchable that were thrown his way? very low percent i don't know are we gonna see are we gonna see the logan thomas resurgence now with kyle allen like same target volume but he starts (laughs) catching them is there catchable i mean you could like he's still running routes right i haven't looked i guess at the most recent man i don't know it's a it's a good point though when you get a new quarterback like just don't assume that it's going to be the same target share as is what you've been seeing it's a good it's a good spot to speculate in tournaments and take shots on lower own guys. I don't know if you have to. I don't like, I mean, it seems like just unnecessary. Yeah. Logan Thomas still ran a route on 42 of 50 dropbacks last week. Okay. Um, you have to pick one Carolina receiver, Robbie Anderson or DJ Moore. Who is it? Davis? DJ Moore. Peter? Yeah. DJ Moore, even though Ooh. I know I'm wrong. Ooh, Dan? I can't, I have to pick Robbie. Because you're contrarian. I lo- I'm, no, I, Robbie's going to be higher on than DJ Moore this week for sure, 100%. I mean, Robbie out-targeted him 11 to 6. I mean, yeah. it should. Robbie is what it should be, but my heart won't let me say anything other than DJ Moore. I don't know how you could have played DJ Moore last week and pulled the trigger this week, but I want to. I, I played DJ Moore last week. Because so football is a random game, dude, and random right. stuff happens. It's going to be fine. Just listen to Davis. This guy is a walking He's still 12th talking. in air yards. 12th in the league, league in air yards. He's 10th like in the NFL in, in Whopper. I wish we were getting a little bit more of a salary and ownership yes. discount relative you, to Robbie. I think these early ownership projections are off. I, I would be shocked to see DJ Moore above 10%. Really? They yeah. both, I don't know. They both are, are like popping in... As far as projections. Well, what I thought, I thought DJ Moore was going to be like mega, mega chalk last week. And he was like 15%. Yeah. I think the answer is to just play them both with a Bridgewater double stack. And you don't have to worry about it. And then Ian Thomas scores all the time. That's how, that's how Pete wins 50 K this week. He just gave you, he gave you the recipe. Well, it's been the super obvious game stacks, right? 
Yes, it has. Play Donkey the blessed place. Pay the. Did you say play, play the blessed place? Yeah, but I think that's a new thing. Play the blessed place. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, Darius Slayton. He is. Is he just a lock of all locks? He is not a lock, but I think Peter. He's a good you wanted play. him last week. You wanted him last week in our lineups. He's he's my Martin, my new Martingale. Uh, yeah. And now he gets the the Cowboys. The Cowboys have given it up to every wide receiver. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Uh, Noto, who has been crushing the core plays in lineup HQ, he's his currently his only core game play for wide receiver. So it, he might be the highest owned wide receiver this week. Yeah, That's he'll be scary. he'll he'll be super shocking. Scary, right? <laughs> well, because the thing is, it'd be like Michael Gallup being the highest owned with his super large average depth of target. He's going to be boom bust, and I don't like playing those guys at super high ownership. So, as much as I like Slayton, if he's over twenty percent, I will legally not be allowed to play him. Play Evan Ingram instead. Ooh, I like. All right, uh, let's move on. A- to Evan Ingram the- is is. I, I want to co-sign that take. I think he's the best play of that game in terms of he goes at tight end, which has been at this like miserable, miserable position for fantasy through a month of the season. He will not be a huge part of ownership and he's cheaper than Darius Slayton. Well, you finally get him a week that the position is stacked too. You finally get a week where it's with Kelsey Andrews and Kittle. Andrews. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, let's go to FanDuel. You guys are going to see, speaking of wide receiver, that it's like tough for wide receiver to... Davis, am I boring you right now? Always. <laughs> it's going to be tough to uh, like spend up at wide receiver. Like There are no like auto plays at wide receiver over 7K. So it seems like the lineup kind of makes itself, but we're going to go through that. We're going to go through it, uh, Davis, since you just... We're going to ride the heater along with you, just like you've always done with us over the years. So uh, you can start. <laughs> I actually I actually got fifth in the stiff farm last week on FanDuel, but I didn't tweet it out because it was not as much money as the Ooh, other that's one. The, that's a $75 single entry, right? Yeah. So I actually think on FanDuel this week, one of the interesting things you can do is you can stack the Chiefs with the good plays, right? You So because of... Uh, because of how cheap Zacchaeus is and because of how cheap uh, the the core running back plays are, I, I, I kind of want to do, can we try and make this the Chiefs Voltron stack with Tyreek and Kelsey? Or do, do we do we want to vote against that? Uh, Davis wins a GPP and gets to pick the entire lineup. That's well, no, fun. I just, I just, I wanted to, I wanted to try and build it out with my bros, but if we don't want to, that's fine. No, you know what's, uh, you know what's good All news up. for this, this stack as Henry Ruggs returned to practice. You love to see it. Uh, I, I'll just pick I'll just pick Mahomes. I'll just do that, and then I'll let the, the group do as no, they please. I, I, I say if you pick the quarterback, you get to pick one. one yeah, okay, so I will, pick, I will pick Kelsey then over Mark Andrews. Okay. By the way, good call last week, Peter, on the Mark Andrews redemption. It's a new era. We're just playing yep. the blessed plays, Dave. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'll play so, Tyreek Hill. I have no choice after Dave has bullied me into it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I have a question for Pete real quick. Oh, God. 
Do you think that because you are now running so hot, you actually are influencing people's DFS decisions? Like, do you think that people are like, dude, Pete's on. Does Pete's Peter move Pete? the needle? Yeah, like, like legit Pete, like, or bit? <laughs> yeah, legit or a bit. Peter Overzet moves ownership because he's on a sick heater run. No ownership. Yeah. No. Do a couple people maybe tail my pick? Sure. Do I move ownership? Yeah, right. It took me 150 know. Patrick Laird tweets to move his ownership like 1.5 percentage points <laughs> in the million year. <laughs> All right, um, <clears throat> Tuttle. So yeah, here's the thing. If you're uh, if you're spending this much capital <laughs> on one team. You, you have to bring play. it back. You got to yes. bring it back at least once or twice uh, because it can't it can't be a blowout. Otherwise, you're just not going to get there. Uh, so Henry Ruggs, he might not play, uh, but he's back at practice. Oh, so man. 5,300 5, on FanDuel. On FanDuel, he's, he's actually a better he's actually a better fit because you probably only catch four passes. You just got to hope two of them go for touchdowns. <sighs> All right. <laughs> I don't know. This might get weird, but in the flex position, I kind of want to play. You want to go Waller? No. Oh, I was. I I think I want to go Kittle. Wow. Seems I interesting. Want to go Kelsey. I want to go Kelsey Kittle. Remember, okay. guys, this is a cash team. This is a definitely <laughs> yeah. a cash based yeah, team. Yeah, the double tight end cash team. You. <laughs> And you don't don't swap rugs out if he yeah. doesn't play. Now you might you might be thinking. Well, guys, you're running out of salary, even on FanDuel. You would actually be wrong because <laughs> <laughs> Mike Mike Davis is 6,800 after being Christian McCaffrey for two straight weeks. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> and James Robinson is 6,600. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was and Jared McKinnon, 6,400. And it's David it? Johnson. Uh, yeah, no, he does 6,400. It's like FanDuel like sends in their updated salaries via the Pony Express each week, you know, and it just takes two and a half weeks to get to the uh, the location to update it. Yeah, well, yeah, but the same that we got to. I mean, DraftKings they left Jeff Smith at three K after going like seventeen points. Like they get a pass in Zacchaeus. I don't know this if we was... can compare Mike Davis's usage to Jeff Smith's. <laughs> yeah, right. This was this this FanDuel thing used to be a massive, massive thing for NBA. You guys remember where you would just play the literally you, the same I mean, you'd literally just be like, okay, you just needed... Jeremy you just Lin needed, was like minimum salary for like three weeks in a row. To play, to play all the best plays, you just needed like a $3,800 small forward. So like you'd be playing like Josh Smith when he was like the backup yes. four for the Rockets. And you'd just be like, all right, now I can play the most expensive guy at every position. Look how lost Peter is right now. I, you know, unlike you guys, I haven't won the Billy Baker on FanDuel. You know, Den- on FanDuel, FanDuel, NBA, FanDuel and like 2016, 2015 NBA strategy on so FanDuel. Yeah. FF Comedy Hour was just in its infancy at that point. Are, are, do you not play on FanDuel because you're so embarrassed to even type the name in when you log in? <laughs> It's just hard when I'm crushing so hard on DK to really focus on anything else. <laughs> we uh, we got people in chat asking why we weren't making fun of DraftKings 6400. There's a difference between the salary cap on each site. Big difference. 
but still, he's still underpriced on both sides. Yeah, right? I mean, he's I underpriced, mean, for, but it's not. Yeah, as it's, it's terrible. But also, I mean, I guess maybe DraftKings should even feel worse because they're supposed to be the site between the two that's on top of these things. Like they're supposed to be like they they actually adjust, but they didn't. So, but it's yeah. I mean, there's a difference between the two. A few percentage. DraftKings has Patrick Mahomes only at seventy seven hundred, <laughs> and FanDuel has it at nine k. Right? Exactly. Are you kidding? Exactly. All right, so if you go like a cheap defense with this, you could play Darius Slayton at fifty eight hundred. I mean, that's that lineup right there. The old set it, it and forget it cash lineup from the Swole Cast. <laughs> the double tight end cash lineup. Wait, who did we do with the second running back? I don't know if we picked uh, James Robinson and then Mike Davis. But if you didn't want to go James Robinson, you could go David Johnson. You could go a number of ways. Jarek McKinnon, 6,400. That is a sexy cash lineup. It's like if I was playing cash on FanDuel, which I will, this will probably be my team. You'll love to see it. All right. Let's see. Tight end. Tight end. I'd actually love some takes because I I don't know what to do in cash. All right. So the player needs some takes. Let's go to the, uh, the resident expert analyst. Mr. Total 05. Oh, I'm the... Oh, shit. I forgot that's my... Yeah, you're a Davis medic. You got to tell us... Uh, give us some stats and... I thought uh, he was going to throw it to me, but I forgot I'm just the... Yeah. I know. That's, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to Overset, too. I was quickly trying to tab over to the tight end. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Oh, God. Give me some jazz hands still. <laughs> I'll do a little buy you some time, Total. <laughs> I mean, if you're spending up and you don't care about money, I think it is Kelsey. Um... Of the three expensive guys, I mentioned Devin Ingram, and he's more of a tournament option on DraftKings um, just because of the pricing difference, but he's really, really cheap on on FanDuel. He's 5500 on FanDuel, uh, 2K difference. But again, we do have James Robinson and Mike Davis super cheap, so you're probably in cash paying up at the tight end position, but I do like uh, Ingram is kind of that tournament option or cheaper potential cash game option on FanDuel. On DraftKings... I'm with this Logan Thomas take of maybe a, a new quarterback will actually throw him some catchable balls. So I'm I'm back on the Logan oh. Thomas train in turn. Okay, well if you are on the take that maybe a new quarterback will throw him some catchable balls, there is another tight end. Oh, Chris Herndon. We've talked, we've <laughs> talked about a few times. Chris Peter, Herndon, Chris Herndon, thirty-two hundred. I honestly don't hate it. You're talking to a guy who oh. played Troutman. I just punt at tight end. Just punt at it. Okay, Herndon, you want to play him? You want to play Dick Rogers for 2,500? Go for it. You want to play Jordan Akins? Uh, well, I'm- the Eagles are actually going to get a tight end back this week. Seems like Alshon's been practicing, so their <laughs> their third their third tight end is going to be back and active. I will say the one guy it, he was he did pop up on the injury report. Dalton Schultz. He still seems underpriced at 4,800 relative to his role in that offense. He is fourth in the NFL amongst expected points of all tight ends. Davis, do you think you could beat uh, Alshon Jeffrey in a 40-yard dash right now? I do. I do. I I bet the house max on Alshon. (laughs) I think I could. Are you on your skateboard? Two strides (laughs) of Davis equals one stride for Alshon. All right, uh, Davis. What? Wait, if Dalton Schultz somehow doesn't go, does that mean we get to play Blake Bell in cash? Wow, Ooh, that would be oh, that oh, would truly be that would be like when I got to play Janice in cash. It would be hey, a total highlight. 
Where's Rico at this year? Is he just off? He's not even on a practice squad. He's he. Uh, I believe Rico got a DUI, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I think it was maybe some character concerns that led Rico he's out off of Dallas weed somewhere. I don't know yeah. where, but he's off smoking weed somewhere. All right. Um. So so Blake Bell, yeah. There's your there's your Oklahoma your boy too, uh, and. He went to high school about forty five minutes away from me. Called him. I, we're Eskimo have brothers to. hooked up with the same chick. <laughs> <laughs> what All I'm right. saying is, me uh, and Blake Bell are best friends. Is for the point yes. there. Okay, so on on FanDuel, you got Evan Ingram, who's dirt cheap, or do you pay up for Waller, Kelsey, or Kittle? I assume the lineup construction is going to be paying up. I haven't looked too much into it, but well, that's we already what talked I think about opt- Mike Davis and James Robinson being so Yeah, and, opt- and optimal receivers. I know we went with uh, Cheetah in that last lineup on FanDuel, but optimal like receivers are not above 7K. So you you can spend up. So Kelsey, Waller, or Kittle, Pete? Well, on FanDuel, tight end is so gross that it's actually optimal to play two of them and one of them in your flex. Well, they were two, <laughs> two of the elite guys. That's what I'm saying. If hypothetically I played on FanDuel, uh, probably, yeah, playing Evan Ingram or one of the studs, Waller, Kelsey Kittle. <laughs> Peter's channeling his inner Davis right now. All right, uh, Davis? Uh, I, I like Andrews the best, I think. I didn't even throw out Andrews. Because I, I, I think that I think that just the way they use him is so conducive for like – 32 point fantasy games like if it ever if it ever gets competitive we're like i I mean i know kittle just had like the best uh performance ever by a tight end i like but i like at equilibrium san francisco just wants to run and they want to throw him like six passes a game i actually think i you i think that's actually flipped i mean mark andrews had two touchdowns on three catches last week whereas i'm saying if they ever play a competitive game but maybe that's wrong I just feel like Kittle's volume and target floor is so much higher than Andrews. Yeah. yeah as the analyst, it, I concur with the, the Kittle take. <laughs> you just got owned by jazz hands, Davis. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking right now at the blitz on FanDuel and, uh, I didn't want to comment. <laughs> Kittle and Andrews are way down there. So he's that's got a lot of a lot of week left before him to tweak some of these projections. Yeah, if that's indicative of how the field's going to be, then uh, then yes, I will. But if you so if you had to play three uh, or if you had to play one, Dan, who would you go? Uh, of the three, yeah, like it price doesn't matter. <sighs> that was so weird. You calling him Dan? That was like when I called uh, Davis Matic. Yeah, that was. I don't like Sorry. that, dude. Don't I actually that, originally man. said Kelsey, but I'm going to go Kittle. Jazz hands compelled me to go Kittle. <laughs> and I, I'm going blessed. I'm going Kittle as well. Uh Davis, you're going Andrews and Peter, you're going Kittle. Kittle. So three gets one. Kelsey's not even registering on this. I, I believe in I believe in Mark Andrews. I think that I think that Baltimore is gonna figure things out and I think he is gonna score so many fantasy points. Who put, well, who did the I mean we could get the Ian Thomas. We got no, in chat the chat. No, Ian Thomas no, game. no, no. Chris Mannert is running more runs than him. The Ian Thomas dream is dead. No, it's over. he's not. I, th- I Ian, call BS. 
He is. He did. He did get a catch. Did he get a touchdown also last week? All right, he last did, right? man. No. Man hurts. I'm. Man I'm gonna hurts. go look it up right now. I, I'm. I, 27 of 43 dropbacks for Thomas last week. 20 of 43 for Manners. Okay, so not not quite, but the gap is. It's not what you want if you're an Ian Thomas truther. I mean, Ian Thomas. Let's put it this way: Ian Thomas is on the waivers in some of my FFPC leagues, where you get 1.5 <laughs> points per tight end reception, and we're not even going crazy to add it's because him. he doesn't get any tight end receptions. <laughs> I will say the mat, like the matchup, is absolutely ridiculous. Falcons I mean, yeah, are ev- so bad against the everybody tight end. eats against the Falcons. It's all middle of the field stuff, though. It's it's tight end. Well. Yeah. I guess they do to the receivers too, but tight ends and running back receptions for sure. All right. Yeah. Uh, bef- before we uh, close up the show, let's, let's give the listener league qualifiers for this week and the listener league. Again, we'll have the, the link there, but you gotta get in quick. Cause this thing is uh, it's a, it's like elite status right now. Should we have people buck draft gigs to give us a, a bigger rake free tournament? Should we sick let's, sick our, no. our listeners let's, on them? Let's, let's fill this, and then we we we'll try to we get. We do need it. We need a little bit. Make it bigger, dude. Make it bigger. <laughs> I think that's a unique no. hashtag. If we just use that one, and yeah. Make it <laughs> I don't think anybody's ever. No done one. That no one has ever. And we got to do that. a four. We got to do a four. A yeah. five man oh. league between the four of us, and then with a listener. Yeah. Oh, that's. And a then good tune idea. in Friday for our uh, our mailbag show. Is this okay? Is the Swolecast the longest running show in daily fantasy? I think we're the I only show Grinders, that talks about football on a weekly basis. I think Grinders Live would be, but but that's it, there, it's not like a continuous host or show or anything, though. Right? Yeah, exactly. But the the original host of Grinders Live, I guess, is on this show. So there you go. <laughs> um. All right. <laughs> What a weird victory lap. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So qualifiers for this league. Um, last week we had like the four birds. We had uh, the Chiefs Patriots game stack, which didn't happen. We got the Bears uh, Colts game stack. And then we had uh, Gronk. So those were the four last week. Uh, and also, if you're one of the ones that I called out earlier, just email swellcast at gmail. We'll get you a shirt. All right. So who wants to go first? Davis jazz hands jazz hands guy wants to go first. All right, Peter. I was trying to come up with something. I was trying to double down on the Irish theme and I was trying to think if I could come up with multiple guys. Uh, Let's just do the best Teddy Bridgewater double stack. Oh, I thought you were going to go with uh, like a O'Shaughnessy. Ooh. Okay. (laughs) You have to play one player in your lineup. That is like, this sounds Irish McFarland. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. Uh, no, no, you have to have yeah, two two Irish sounding ones and you need no. to write into us and let us know your justification for why that counts as an Irish play. Yeah, I was going to say who's who's judging what the Irish sounding name. If is? you go for this prompt in the comments <laughs> yeah. below, you have to give us your justification. Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott. Oh, Taylor oh. Higby. Oh, Taylor. Higby. Everyone's getting it on the fun now. <laughs> Davis, let's hear yours. No. I don't do accents. <laughs> oh, God. All right, Davis, who you got? 
Uh, I guess we can stick with the Irish theme. So it's the it's the highest scoring player uh, with CD Lamb, as in Mary had a little lamb. What? That's a that's a that's an old uh, Scottish folktale. <laughs> Sticking yeah, with the Irish theme, let's go with the kids. <laughs> Mary had a little lamb has Scottish roots. Don't question it. And everywhere that it's, Mary it's went, an Eng- Mary it's went. It's an English language nursery rhyme for, of 19th century American origin. I just was trying to fit with the theme, Pete, and this is why I don't make jokes because I'm not as good at it as you. I didn't I get to, called to out. Fact check. It just seemed like you actually had some literary knowledge of this, and I had no idea. Mary had a well. If you layout. just say it with confidence, generally people don't call you out, but it doesn't always work with you because you will call me out. Learn something new. Mary had a little lamb. A little I'll, I'll lamb. do. I'll do this. I'll do a better one then. Highest scoring lineup with no Dallas or New York Giants players. Whose fleece was white as snow. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Where did you even come up with that? Sticking with the Irish theme, let's go with the nursery <laughs> rhyme that is Scottish. <laughs> I don't even know how you went there. All right. Uh, I just Tuttle, made it up. You, Tuttle, did you give yours? Um, yeah, st- sticking with the Irish theme, going to go to uh, to Pittsburgh, uh, Pennsylvania. Very, yeah. very densely populated with Irish folk. Yeah. Um, Deontay Johnson. I like it. <sighs> okay. Uh, <laughs> sticking with the Irish theme, I will just go, you You have to play a quarterback that did not start the season. So it's got to be a backup quarterback. You could almost say that the starting quarterback took an Irish exit. That was actually pretty good. Well, someone that, that was good. I, I tip of the I'm, cap for that one, Peter. I'm more I'm more used to it being called an Irish goodbye, though. So it took me a second. I'm gonna go take an Irish car bomb after this. I was gonna <laughs> say I was waiting for someone to drop the car bomb reference. Um, let's let's go with closing thoughts. That's really I mean, I don't know why you guys would would make light of the troubles in uh, in Northern Ireland and England, but uh, you know, seems a little racy to me in these uncertain times. So we, what were these? Why did we pick these guys, David? We have people asking in chat. <laughs> we don't even remember what we're picking. No, these are the Kev, Ka- Kev Cashman, eighty-eight, is from Ireland, and he no, won but, the listener league. But these last players week. are for the Swallcast qualifiers. We might want to explain that. Yeah. So you have in the listener league. You, if you want a shirt, you have to use one of these situations. So the top lineup with <laughs> with CD Lamb in it. Um, gets a shirt. The top lineup with a backup quarterback as a quarterback gets a shirt. So Kev Cashman last week did not get a shirt, even though he won the league. He does not get a shirt. So you can either go for the win or you can go for the title, which 149th place got a shirt last week because they went with the Colts Chiefs or Colts Bears stack. So that's the qualifiers that we're doing. All right. Closing thoughts. Let's go with uh, let's go with you, Tuttle. Oh, you didn't give us a terrible take. Oh, I thought I was going to skate by there. 
Is De- Deontay Johnson's not terrible enough, right? That's that's no, that's good. He won't be chalk, right? I don't know. Probably not chalk. Oh, yeah. Is that like if that's if that's oh, good yeah. enough? That's what I want. Yeah, yeah. Deontay Johnson, terrible take. He's only fifty eight hundred on Fanduel, fifty four, fifty six hundred on DraftKings. There's the terrible take. Okay, it's not it's not like Zay Jones level, but I mean, it's it, no one's gonna be thinking about him this week. I guess that's what I'm saying. Okay, uh, Davis or uh, Tuttle, do you want to have anything else to close up the show? Oh, I'm good there. Davis, any other um, early education knowledge bombs you can drop on us? Yeah, I mean, I just really hope that Dak Prescott, Tony Pollard, and Ezekiel Elliott all lose fumbles in the first quarter against the New York football giants and uh, get behind 21 points because I, uh, I don't actually think I can win any money in daily fantasy without the Dallas Cowboys uh, going completely nuclear on offense. Sounds like you want to say Mary had a little lamb and its name was CD. That's what I was going for. A tale, a tale is practice right now, guys. A tale, a tale as old as Scottish time. <laughs> Tale as old as Scottish time. All right, uh, Peter. Play the blessed place and have a great week, everyone. Okay, and I will just say that I appreciate all the comments. Uh, There was one, the five-star love story from Lions Gas says, uh, change was inevitable with the loss of Evan Silva, but what transpired was unexpected and beautiful. The swole cast gradually developed into a love story between two of the greats in daily fantasy analysis, Davis Maddock and Peter Overzet. I look forward to the podcast every week and developing a relationship has been special to watch.